0: Righto, good day, listeners. Welcome to another Barkerati special, the Sailing Podcast, looking at the Sydney Hobart. Obviously, it's a big deal. We're one day in, so this is the day one update. I'll bring in my good buddy, Mister Nick Bryce. He had a
1: voice that could make a wolverine purr. Bossy. Top of the top of the day to you, my man. Top of the day. You've been keeping an eye
0: on the race. I have been keeping an eye on the race. I've got no social life. My wife's away. You're away. I've got nothing. <laughs> I've got nothing to do. <laughs>
1: just find myself sitting there drinking by myself
0: yeah. oh, oh you yeah. know my my special rum drink I make,
1: make? oh dude it is good <laughs> listeners it is good if you ever get the chance to sit down with uh, Jordan Spencer and enjoy his special rum drink do it,
0: uh, do it. I took it I took uh, the ingredients down on Christmas Day and my kid brother who'd never been exposed, was exposed, and <laughs> I Uh-oh. left him in a complete mess. <laughs>
1: there goes his career. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, dear, it was funny to watch. All right, <laughs> let's, let's talk sailing, mate. Let's talk sailing. Um, what's been going on? Where are we now? Where Sydney Hobart has been underway for effectively almost 24, 24 hours. hours. Yeah, we're just, yeah, we're just doing that. We would have gone earlier, but I must admit I fell asleep. So, that's and
1: um, I took the kids for driving. I'm yeah. guessing that's probably going to be the last time that happens. Oh, really? I thought your <laughs> no, kids were into it. No, they, they enjoyed it, but um, I probably went down a few tracks that uh, oh. weren't as well known. it have been probably a bit longer, but, so it's going to be a bit of a um, a journey that I'll need to sell a little harder next time. Yeah, but, uh, good fun, good fun.
0: Good on you, man. Good on you for getting out there. All right, so where do we, at the moment, uh, have you got the standings up in front of you, buddy? Let's go line on us right now. I though, do, and I've 30%. got to tell
1: you, it's, she was no 4 driving out there. No. She was flat water sailing. Mm. Beautiful. I mean, after the start, it looked pretty good, but just looking at the fleet now, um, there's a clear winner and clear loser throughout the night, and we've got uh, Scallywag, mm. who's currently leading the fleet. Yep,
0: yep. Scallywag, um,
1: Scallywag currently leading And I mean that's just based on distance to go That's correct You've got Comanche Like which is set out to the east of them yep. You've got Blackjack, InfoTrack So Blackjack, InfoTrack, Scallywag are all pretty grouped And then you have a loser of the night Which was uh,
0: Wild Oats Yep, yep She's definitely uh, She definitely got parked up I'll explain what happened with that in a minute But um, what about if we look across at the handicaps buddy? you've been looking at that one
1: yeah been keeping a bit of an eye on those guys and um, i must say it's it's still up for well there's no clear leader there you've got irc0 whoever who's leading that is um, urm or byo as we call them yeah um but they're currently sitting about 50th <laughs> on <laughs> yeah. irc overall yeah so yeah. yeah um
0: yeah it's a bit bunch but it's the tps that are at the front so quest currently um, yeah itchy barn stay calm hungry uh got the the professional hungarian triathlete staying at my place at the moment and she was pretty excited to see that she had no idea they even went sailing so that was cool <laughs> yeah uh, fair enough yeah um on the news front though bud if we go down uh where is it where is it where is it where is it i've got to find it now um oh, it changes so quick uh your while uh tip Your dark horse tip, Enchantress, Enchantress, while you're out on the four-wheel drive track, was sitting second overall for a while there. Yeah, currently
1: leading IRC 7.
0: Yeah, 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 so So, Enchantress, and uh, I saw Abbott's vamp punch to the front for a few short seconds, and then uh, last time I checked, they were sitting in 17th and 18th, right next to each other. Um, Oh, there you go. Uh, and now it's the other way around. It's 16th and 17th. So, uh, and mine's in front of yours right now. So,
1: Oh, so you're winning the, uh, you're winning the beers at the minute.
0: That's it. All right. Yeah. So it's been fun. Um, it's been actually, interesting. But maybe it's worth a
1: winch and the Cat Wincher, the 115-year-old oh. um, that BP gave a lot of praise to earlier on. Yes. Uh, they are uh, doing very well as well in IC5 and the Grand Veterans as well. So uh, they're sitting up there nicely.
0: And for a while there, mate, the Enchantress was second to her on the overall. So, yeah. um, well, let's explain how everything happened just so um, uh, we can actually sort of go into a bit more detail. So, if we break it down, so first question is who won the start and why? Uh, let's look at the big boats first. In your mind, any, any standout winners on the start?
1: Yeah, definitely. And at 10 to 1 um, to get out the heads first info mm-hmm. track. They've uh, nailed it, and that's actually the third time they've been first out the heads. Yeah. So um, there is a slot common theme there, and I'm going to say, well, Comanche was the clear loser off the start line for the well for the first out the heads. Yeah. Right, rights. Yep. Um, but with the uh, Blackjack Scallywag and Wild Oats kind of mixed up, I think Info just stepped out, and uh, maybe that was their their theory—just get away cleanly, which they did. And uh, um, as Tony mentioned when we when he spoke to us, you know they've got the boat set up now to manoeuvre quite nicely, so they slipped out beautifully.
0: They did indeed. Good way to them. They did indeed. So obviously Nico calling tactics on that. Um, that that was a beautiful, well sailed tactically. That that uh, leg it was almost a perfect execution just watching it Uh, and they said they're the low budget campaign so you know as soon as they put the kites up you could see they sort of they didn't go the three heads all set up because they've got the old kite up so uh, obviously they're going to have to work with a little bit uh, less gear than some of the other boats but uh, good luck to them um well, sail. They deserved. Uh, they definitely were the best. Um, to me, Oates looked like they had their rig balance wrong. They looked like they were trying mm. to hold on to too big a jib there for a while um, and carry that reef in. I'm not sure what they're thinking was there. Maybe to accelerate on the turn down as they started to go downwind. Um, yeah, I mean
1: the. the a reef is easy on those boats to pull in and out. Yeah. Um, so maybe that was it and they just wanted to – and it's going to help with all the runners and stuff as well. Yeah. if there is that kind of close quarters tacking. Yeah. Um, so – but you're right. They didn't look exactly well balanced. Um, mm. But uh, there was another one who looked pretty good off the line, which was the Scallywag. but. Yep. Um,
0: they kind of cocked it up, I reckon. Yeah, I was just... <laughs> so on the street. Yep, yep, exactly what I was thinking too. They made a, a pretty dumb tack there at one stage. Um, but, you know, they, they came out still, they they came out pretty well. Like, uh, they were right next to the oats, and um, they just charged off the line. So, obviously, the wider boats, the powered-up boats that can handle the extra power were doing well. So, that was good to see. On the, yeah. uh, the other boats that sort of came out, the smaller boats looked to do pretty well, um... The TPs, again, were looking pretty glamorous. So Ichi was the first from Guaylo and then Zen were the first of those three around the corner. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so that's what happened and there. I, I think
1: um, it, it helped those guys this year because they had a clear start line um, yep. with a, basically with the big boats and the the 50-footers or call it the TPs, whatever we want to call them. Yeah. Um, so they weren't contending with all the other boats because they had those four start lines, which I think um, – from the outset looked good, but, uh, of course, she's only ever on the – only ever get the big boats on the on the footage, so.
0: Yeah, it was um, hard to see anything else, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you, do, I'd love to talk about what uh, we tried to do to help out with see this year, but uh, it's uh, it's not the format, uh, and uh, we do have a lot of time for those boats, so let's just – I'll move on. That's just me being silly yeah. there, so let's <laughs> – <laughs> forget that one. Forget I said anything. Um, what?
1: <laughs> Why we'll change it now?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, so I guess once we saw the uh, coverage start, um, the boat's just charged down. I've got to say, watching Comanche come out and around the edge and just, oh, God, did she look good. How much fun, how much did you want to be on that boat right then?
1: Yeah, there, there's actually one photo, um, Andrea Francolini, I think, yeah. Bette, just looking, looking astern and just Comanche bow out the water, launched. She it's is so cool. Such a cool boat. Yeah. yeah. Such a cool boat. No wonder those guys love sailing that thing. Yeah,
0: she does um, looks so much yeah. fun. Yeah. And then and then like Langford said, she's like sailing a dinghy, you know, it's easy to sail and she's oh I'm yeah. jealous. Yeah. I'm totally
1: jealous. Well we all love GM. Verdier, so um we love the work that you know he's put in there and um he was kind of given a free kind of uh just a blank piece of paper and that's what he came up with and uh, launched in 2014 or 15 yep. and it's dominating still. It's going to be hard to ever come across something better than
0: that. He is the man, isn't he? We've we, we got to get him on the podcast. He's, for those who've never met him, they've got to know what a cool guy he is, you know, like you've yeah. just got to understand he's just the most genuine cool guy you could ever meet. Um, we'll get him on. We'll get him on. We're just sort of saving it for a little bit. It's like keeping the special ones for a little bit longer. Uh, not that anyone's saying has...
1: that he's hanging out with the Kiwis, so we could better get him quick before he uh oh, yeah. before they really infiltrate his mind <laughs> and, uh, and he'll start ratting on us Aussies, <laughs> just swear swearing like a sailor <laughs> bloody Kiwis.
0: Oh, dear! All right, well, that's cool. Um, so with that, once we got past watching that, then obviously they charged down the coast to about I oh, don't know six or seven hours, and the first uh, Comanche hit that. Uh, ridge uh, and went straight into that light wind uh, sort of light southerly she was furthest east and Oates was closest to the shore Um, they had about a good five hours of sort of flapping around I think you know where the wind was sort of flapping around in lots of different directions Um, and then it tried to have a little bit of a swing around 12 hours in to the northeast Uh, the easterly boat started moving and Oates didn't they sort of just that's the The furthest east boats punched forward a little bit just when that nor'easter yep. tried to fill in and then it went back south south east again and um there was like a real sort of tightrope to get through that ridge and then it, it ended up uh, opes got sucked back into the fleet she she obviously just wasn't moving um and then what it looks like uh from about uh after that twelve hours sort of around the first thing dawn the the boats that weren't too far east like um but had moved forward so like your scallywags uh and your blackjacks they were they started to get this southeast easterly come in and it was more it seems to be more pressure slightly closer to shore and so they started moving forward on comanche um it's what it's still sort of clocking around and it shouldn't start to freshen but yeah that's that's how I think that uh, we've got that sort of move through so if you look at the distances east the ones that are around that sort of 45 to 55 nautical miles uh, um, out of southeast of Gabo Island are the ones that are sort of starting to move forward whereas Comanche is a little bit wider uh, starting mm-hmm. to get the wind now Wild Oats has got the wind now they've come past URM um, so yeah, that was the thing So uh, Oates being too close to shore got stuck The boats out yeah. to sea didn't And then it's sort of then the middle one sort of came through And that's how they've been moving And on the overalls, on the rating What it looked like on that timing was It was quite funny when I looked uh, late last night the, um, the boats with the lowest ratings Well f- first thing this morning actually The boats with the lowest ratings So whoever's had the lowest ratings was the boats that were at the top of the uh, the handicap, yeah, yeah so they
1: so are obviously compressed yeah. down there. And yeah. um, looking at it now, I mean, it's getting fresher um, coming in from the northeast for those guys. So they're starting to put the hammer down now. Yep. Um, and I mean, Comanche is probably in the right position from a shift point yeah. of view. There we go. And then it's going to get super interesting down off Tasmania tomorrow morning.
0: Okay, let's go into that. Let's talk about that weather. So go on, just just explain what you've seen.
1: So what I'm seeing is it's moving from the east into the north um, and it's going to be quite fresh. So they'll probably be jibing um, from the, about the middle of Bass Strait all the way down the Tassie coast. Mm-hmm. And then we're seeing that basically that whole pressure system move to the east yep. and this big light patch going to start developing off the eastern side of Tasmania. Um, right. Pretty much from early tomorrow morning. Yeah. So the big boats, I'd imagine, they'll be finishing kind of tomorrow afternoon. So the trip will be if they stay well east of Tasmania and try and sneak around. Yeah. Um. Before that light patch patch develops. Yep. Um. But it's going to be pretty tricky for the rest of them. So that could quite easy if they get around, it could quite easily turn it into a big boat race. Exactly. Because um, the others all others will stop.
0: Exactly. It it looks really tricky. Even going into Bass Strait now, as we speak, there's a big hole just further to the west, and yeah. it's going to move across. But the uh, most of these big boats, uh, it, it should be sort of starting to disappear right about now. But that you're exactly right. There's going to be that big hole really starts to form up from dawn uh, tomorrow. And, um, yeah, you're getting around that is going to be very, very tricky. Um, and then mm-hmm. exactly as you say, if you come around it, you're going to pick up a southerly back straight up the Derwent. So um, yep. how you do it, it's going to be tough. Good. Uh, navigator's race for sure. So far, though, like it, it could have almost been the perfect race here. You, you have a lovely downwinder yesterday, have a bit yeah. of snooze. Time for
1: some bacon and eggs this
0: morning. Yep, yeah, bit of a snooze um, through the evening. And then pull yeah. on again.
1: Beautiful, it's beautiful. Like a It'll be pretty nice, what they would call champagne sailing, across path straight right now, Yeah, starting to put the hammer down.
0: Yep. Look, I, I mean, it's going to be fantastic. So you reckon the boat that's going to benefit most will be Comanche, is what you're saying?
1: Yeah, uh, especially if we get in 20 to 25. Yeah. They're going to do what they did yesterday afternoon Just. and storm away from the fleet. The yeah. minute it goes VMG, though, that's where we could see the uh, – the narrower boats step into it. Yeah. Um, And, I mean, it's still even a bit hard to tell what Scallywag's going to do in that because it wasn't exactly a VMG race last night until they hit the light spots and it was where you're placed Yep.
0: Yep. So, so, yeah, Scallywag's sort of their info track, they're they're well positioned at the moment in terms of um, where they can be if you're picking up that noise Bicey's just sort of dropped out, so hopefully he'll come back in. Um, and then we've got uh, all that excitement. And then the TPs, you know, they'll have to sort of work that around. Um, the only other thing, I guess, is uh, retirements. We've had uh, a few – oh, you're back, bicy, I was just feeling on like Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I, I, I noticed you drop out. You're in remote Victoria where they haven't had uh, internet <laughs> yet. Um. So, yeah, so Scally could come out. It may be Info. They're well placed at the moment, obviously, with a little bit of a jump on the the Oats. They've got a good 30 miles. But as you say, it sounds like the tension will be – we're going to have this great um, spectacle and then we're going to have tension again as they come into the finish. It's going to be pretty exciting.
1: Absolutely. Mm. So, um, no, going to be good to keep an eye on that and uh, exactly what that light spot's going to do, whether that – who gets around that. Um, or it's going to be a complete park-up again.
0: Yep. Um, yeah, retirements, faster forward, went in with uh, steering problems, and the Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, uh,
1: gosh, he's in the wars, that bloody boat, isn't That it? boat, yeah, I tell yeah.
0: you. <laughs> you. Um, broken rudder, so maybe BP when he did the qualifier for him. <laughs>
1: uh, he was hanging off the broken rudder, <laughs> bloody – the rudder – Trying to serve his uh, hors d'oeuvres at sea. It's exactly what I reckon.
0: That, He's dropped an hors d'oeuvre down into the bearings. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody BP, it's his fault. Bloody <laughs>
1: and his horse tubers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so we'll go probably a little bit earlier tomorrow, but uh, we'll do a, another update for you tomorrow. There'll be plenty to talk about, I would suggest. Anything else you got, bud?
1: Nah. I'm just keeping a close eye on this and uh, ready for them to put the foot down to see if they're going to run into a brick wall or uh, do a nice handbrake turn around the bottom of it. Yeah, beautiful. I'm
0: oh, looking forward. Good fun. All right, mate. I'll catch you tomorrow. All right, mate. See you tomorrow. See you, bud. <laughs>